Hey, welcome to Val's Word of the Day, where I'm passionate about resourcing you with biblical truths. And my hope is that you'd be transformed by the power of the gospel. Hey, if you're new to this podcast, first, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. And also, if this podcast blesses you in any way, would you consider writing a review and sharing it on your socials? That helps me with exposure as I get the gospel out. And in addition to giving to your local church, if you're looking for a ministry to partner with financially, you can do so by visiting valtoplu.com and clicking partner. And big thank you to those that are already partnered with this ministry. You are the reason that I'm able to release more free content here on this podcast as I continue to resource you with biblical truths. All right, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. And the title of today's episode is The Miracle of Christmas. The Miracle of Christmas. When I was preparing for this episode, I was reminded of a movie my wife and I saw. It was called Age of Adeline. And this movie is about a woman who stops aging after uh, she gets in a bad accident. Some of us listening are like, yes, I don't want to age. Um, that's that's a good problem to have, right? Um, and although the movie doesn't speak to our reality, because because we're all aging, and and the moment we're born, the dying process begins. But deep down inside of us, we have these longings and these desires that that movies or fictional books cannot fulfill. Um, there's a desire in all of us to experience the supernatural. You know, we want to escape death. We don't want to age. <laughs> you know, we want a lover who will never leave us. Uh, we want a superhero. <laughs> Some people want to fly. And and we can watch movie after movie that that speaks to these desires that we have. And these are stories that never even took place. But our hearts, think about this, our hearts want these things. And we want to believe that these things are true, but we know they're not. Now, let's talk about the Christmas story. When we get to the Christmas story, it's so easy to read it and say, "Mm, it just doesn't sound real and just write it off. Because we have a man, and his name is Jesus, who was supernaturally conceived in the womb of Mary. And get this, Mary was a virgin. And this was done by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he was born, here it is, without sin. Yes, without sin. So Jesus comes on the scene. He's born supernaturally. And Matthew one twenty says the conception was, quote, from the Holy Spirit. We also know that in the Gospels, the virgin birth is not some fairy tale, but it says that it's an orderly account. We see that in Luke 1, 1 through 4. And, and, and we also learn that the virgin birth shows us that Jesus was human and fully God, fully God and fully man. He was without sin 
and he was fully human. That's important because Hebrews 4.15 tells us that he was tempted in every way. And he did not sin. And that gives me hope because when I'm struggling, I can take my struggle to him and know that he understands my pain. Because it says that he was tempted in every way, yet he did not sin. Now, let me take it a step further. This Jesus that comes on the scene, he had powers. He raised people from the dead. He opened blind eyes. He calmed storms. He walked on water. And then he's put to death. And we can look at that and say, it's got to be a fairy tale because he dies and it just seems like all hope is lost. But here's what happens. He raises from the dead. It really does sound like a fairy tale, but it's not. And here's why. Because in Matthew chapter 1, in fact, if you're taking notes, write this down. Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. Matthew starts his gospel with a genealogy. He doesn't start by saying, let me tell you a story. Nor does he say, I heard a story about this guy. His name was Jesus. No, he starts with a genealogy. Now, stay with me. During that time, the culture was very family oriented. So when you see a genealogy in the Bible, that shows us who the person was connected to. That meant everything. In our day and age, we attach our resume if we want people to see who we really are. Um, But not back then. Back then, who you were connected to made all the difference. Now, what's interesting about Matthew's genealogy is that he mentions, here it is, five different women. And in that society, women were never mentioned in genealogies. But when we look at the genealogy of Jesus, there were five different women mentioned. Not to mention Rahab, who was a prostitute. She's mentioned in Jesus' genealogy. We also have David in the genealogy. He's the guy who set up Uriah to have him killed so that he can marry his wife. Crazy, right? And, And one of David's kids was Solomon that came out of that relationship. And the savior of the world, Jesus, came out of that family. I mean, talk about a dysfunctional family, right? But this is a good lesson for us because even though culture excluded people like Rahab, Tamar, and Ruth that are in the genealogy of Jesus, Jesus doesn't exclude them. Jesus does not exclude them. Why? Because no matter what kind of past you have, you can still be brought into the family of God. That's a good lesson for us because all of us have a past. (laughs) I have a past, but thank God for his grace. Like if it wasn't for for grace, I wouldn't be here sharing on this podcast. It's, It's the grace of God that saved me and the grace of God that will keep me saved. And, and maybe you're listening today and, And you do have a rough past and you're like wondering if you're good enough to be in Jesus's family. Can I just encourage you today and remind you that as long as there's breath in your lungs, there is hope. As long as there is breath in your lungs, there is hope. And God is waiting for you 
to repent of your sin and to turn to him. And when you do that, he will accept you. And, and that's the good news of the gospel. It's God's grace that saves you. It's not your good works. And, and, and people often think, well, you know, if, if I just become a better person, then I'll get saved or vice versa. If I'm a bad person, God will never save me because of my past. And they look at themselves and say, well, I am a bad person, so there's no way that God can accept me. And Christianity says it's God's grace that saves you, not whether you're good or bad. Because we all sinned. The Bible says we've all sinned and we've all fallen short of the, of the glory of God. And I want you to understand that God is not ashamed of you. I want you to hear this, podcast listener. God is not ashamed of you. In fact, he's waiting for you to turn to him today. God's grace is available to you in spite of your failures. Don't wait to clean up your life first and then turn to Christ. Turn to him today. See, the Christmas story is a miracle. It's not a fairy tale. It's Jesus actually coming into the world to save us. He's fully God, fully man coming to save us. Why is that important? Well, he's fully God because he's perfect and holy. And God has a standard and it's perfection. And because he's fully God, he can forgive us of our sins. That's your greatest need right there, to be forgiven of sin. And that gives me hope. Because when I look at my life, I fall short every day. We all sin and we all miss the mark. Now, the Bible says he's also fully man. He, he, he is human. God became one of us. Hebrews 2.18 says, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he's able to help those who are being tempted. It's a comforting thing to know that someone understands Someone understands you when you're suffering. When I uh, battled depression for a long time, the comfort I had was knowing that I can pour my heart out to Jesus because he understands. And if you've ever felt betrayed, if if you've ever felt abandoned, I know I have. Well, so has Jesus. Matthew 23, 39 says, this is Jesus saying this. He says, he says, going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. He prayed that. And, and what happened was God said, no, it was an unanswered prayer. You ever have any unanswered prayers? I know I did. I mean, many. I have a lot of unanswered prayers. So so, so when I have unanswered prayers, Jesus understands that. That's why whatever I'm going through, I can take it to Jesus and trust that he does understand because he's been there. He's been there. That's why he is Emmanuel, God with us. God came in the form of a baby to pay the penalty for our sins. And so that we can know him personally. Not so that we can know facts about him, but that we can have a vibrant relationship with him.
That's the joy that we have. The joy is that he came and we have this privilege of knowing him. So as I close today, the question I want to pose to all of the listeners is, do you know him? Not do you know facts about him, but do you know him personally? This is Val's word of the day. Hey, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. If you want to connect with me, head over to valtopoulou.com. You can also access my previous episodes on there as well. And my hope is that these episodes will draw you closer to Jesus and stir a hunger and a desire in you to pursue him. God bless.